Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The next booster may be mandatory. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Now, I know that might have caught your attention because uh, you don't want any of these things to be mandatory. Don't come around me. could that actually happen? (laughs) Yeah. Indeed, it can. We're going to talk about how it actually can happen and will happen unless we make a significant pushback. Before COVID ever happened, says liberal evolutionary biologist Brett Weinstein on Tucker Carlson or to Tucker Carlson. He said Big Pharma figured out how to portray a disease as more widespread and more serious than it was. Still quoting, it was excellent at portraying a compound as more efficacious than it is, safer than it is, close quote. You know, Matt, there was two hearings Uh, that happened recently and the first one was with Fauci and he had no data to back up anything he said in fact he spent uh, in the first one more than a hundred times saying I don't recall I don't recall basically lying uh, about the gain of function about everything involved with the COVID shot and then you had another hearing well and and even on that one remember he even admitted that there was no data for the six foot distance right right I mean it's just it's a bunch of lies and then the second one you had three stellar doctors that were just backing up everything they said with all these studies just right and left showing that these COVID shots were never safe they were never effective in fact even a recent study from the Cleveland Clinic shows that the COVID shots help spread COVID instead of prevent it. Yeah, so it's really astounding. You know, it's a lot of things that we said. In fact, we have not, amazingly, had to retract no. anything that we said we since did our 2020. Homework. We yeah. did our homework. We prayed and we did our homework. We got a pushback from all kinds of sources. And those sources have now had to, those individuals, whoever they may be, or the so-called fact checkers, right. you know, they were wrong. But it's not to boast, but it's to say, people, do your homework. Do Because this is your life research. you're talking about, you know, and your, your family's life and your friends' lives. This is very important to really do your homework and not just believe what the government says to do. So Brett Weinstein was on uh, this Tucker Carlson interview, and I would hope that you could watch that. It was... Uh, very good. It's no different than what we've been saying, but he's an evolutionary biologist. He used to teach at uh, Evergreen College in Washington State, and his um, he's got a PhD. He was talking about the WHO, the World Health Organization, and he was talking about COVID, and he was talking about uh, Pfizer and Big Pharma and the WHO, and he, like us, is very, very concerned that the WHO will gain authority to be able to impose any kind of vaccine, shot, medical treatment, whatever it may be, on the world this coming May when they have their World Health Assembly. And he's talking about how Joe Biden and the administration is really pushing this. Let me address, first of all, how can this actually happen? Then we'll go into some details. But 
you say, well, Congress is never going to accept that. Congress is never going to vote for giving authority to this World Health Organization because you've got to go through two-thirds majority vote. That's what we typically think, right? But if you go back and look at, just look at his cohort, Barack Obama. Barack Obama signed America on unilaterally to the Paris Agreement. The Paris Agreement is a climate change agreement. If you go online to the United Nations right now, it will list the United States as a signatory on that Paris Agreement and that this is a binding international law, binding on all the member states, including the United States of America. Now, how did Barack Obama unilaterally sign us on to this binding agreement? Well, it because you go back to the George H.W. Bush time frame when actually he pushed this climate treaty with the World Health Organization, and that climate treaty did get two-thirds majority vote. And remember this whole climate control stuff. That's an agenda. That's not reality. <laughs> so what you have here is the original climate agreement mm -hmm. did get the two-thirds majority vote in the early 1990s under George H.W. Bush. So this is an amendment to that treaty, but it goes further. And so Obama thinks he has the unilateral authority to just sign us on to that amendment. George H.W. Uh, Bush uh, got us involved in that, mm. and Barack Obama extended it unilaterally. George W. Bush did the same thing with the international health regulations, with the World Health Organization. In 2005, when he won his second term, his big focus was international health, global health. This is all very nefarious. You've got to look at what's going on. And yeah, and so what happened is, back in the early 1940s and 50s, the U.S. actually entered into a treaty where it was ratified with the World Health Organization to pass the original seminal, original international health regulations, a small number of them, right? So we already had this treaty. Then in 2005, those international health regulations get significantly expanded by the simple signature of George W. Bush. Mm. And he argues that he can do that because the original treaty was already signed and ratified by the two-thirds vote of Congress. So what does Joe Biden want to do? Joe Biden is wanting to take his pen and sign us on to what appears to be about 307 or so amendments to the World Health Organization and do that unilaterally, arguing that we already have passed that treaty going back to the 1940s and 50s, even though it was completely different back then. And he wants to then sign us on. What's the difference? The difference is that it would move the WHO from an advisory organization, and this is key, to a legally binding entity so that when it gives its directives, its statements, its policies, it's not just that you can cast them off and say, well, that's the WHO. I don't really care what they say. It is binding on all the member nations. So basically, Holly, consider Dr. Fauci. You mentioned Dr. Fauci. 
And he gave all these pontifications, and they had all this six-foot distancing. Well, His multiple mask mandates and everything else. Yeah, one yeah. mask, two masks, six then you mask have the and face shield and all that. <laughs> yeah. All this nonsense that Fauci and the CDC did. But notwithstanding all their nonsense, that was not mandatory. The only reason it got enforced is because local governments or state governments or Individual private practitioners like uh, grocery stores, they enforced it. And they scared people. They scared people, but the CDC didn't have the authority to enforce right. it. Right. Well, now put that writ large in a foreign dictator's office, Tedros, who comes from a very radical background. Marxist. Marxist background. And now whatever he says is magnified far beyond what the nonsense Fauci would do, but... Worse is that whatever he says becomes mandatory. Over freedom-loving Americans who have a constitution, all of a sudden you've got a whole different scenario here. Yeah, and so Biden has lost time and time again in the federal courts and state courts. So that's why he's wanting to give authority to this World Health Organization. And it's not just him. There's a lot of effort to do this. So that's why we have been really urging people to contact members of the House. There's several bills. There's H.R. 79 that would defund the WHO. There's H.R. 1425, and there's Senate Companion 744. And, you know, it's so important. I remember when, I think a couple of years ago, I emailed all of them, and so many of them just, you know, slough it off. Like, oh, WHO, it's no big deal. You know, this guy is not falling. They don't, they're not educated, or they don't want to be educated, or they, they don't care. Yeah, but now... Don't give the, up, though. The, you know, we have been pounding this drum for a long time. Right. And people like Brett Weinstein, ideologically, you know, not in the same playing field we are. Um, he's more obviously liberal. But on this issue, we agree. Right. And so many others, we, we're seeing this, and we have been out there from the very beginning saying, this is a serious threat. We need to... We need to stop it. So these bills would defund the WHO and also require that any WHO agreement must receive two-thirds vote from the United States Senate. Go to lc.org forward slash WHO, lc.org forward slash WHO, and do it immediately. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.